You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. One of the easiest ways to give back to your running community is to volunteer at a running event. There are lots of ways to do it, and most any kind of help is welcome. Trust me. (laughs) Arguably one of the most rewarding volunteer opportunities is serving as a pacer or pace team leader at an event. Guiding someone or a group of runners you might not know or ever see again and getting them to the finish line for the first time or for their best time. There's really nothing like it. And once some runners get into a pacing game, they just keep on keeping on. One of those runners is B.D. Seckler. Did I pronounce that correctly? Seckler? You sure did. Excellent. That is correct. All right, we're going to go back to the top of that paragraph. And once some of these runners get into the pacing game, they're just keeping on keeping on. One of those runners is B.D. Seckler. You'll see him at this year's Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Again, 15 times rolling, huh? B.D., how you doing? That is right. Tim, D.C., I'm doing great. Thanks very much for the opportunity to be on this podcast. Really, really excited to do it and uh, really looking forward to, to my 15th year uh, pacing at the, at the Novant Charlotte uh, Marathon coming up on November 4th. Well, that's how, awesome, man. How did it all get started back in what, 2008? How did you get roped in and and then addicted? <laughs> yes. Well, interestingly enough, uh, DC uh, had a lot to do with that. Um, in 2008, the fall of 2008, uh, I had signed up to do the uh, URA uh, mountain run in February of 2009. Um, that was a training run in preparation for another ultra I was doing in April. And uh, on the website, uh, DC had posted a message stating that um, he was looking for pacers for, at the time, the Thunder Road uh, Charlotte Marathon. And uh, I reached out to DC um, and said, hey, I've never paced before, but I would love to, to give this a try. He said, yeah, come on down to Charlotte. Um, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll, we'll teach you how to do the pacing gig. And uh, that was 2008, and with the exception of 2020, the COVID year, uh, I have paced um, in Charlotte every year since. Um, Ironically enough, I I live in North Carolina near the Raleigh area. I think I have run more miles in Charlotte than I've driven miles in Charlotte. (laughs) Well, there you go. Based on the pacing gig. That's awesome. And I remember that year, and it's like, I think we between uh, Uwari and Black Mountain and the folks we knew here in Charlotte, it was just like, hey, I think everybody knew each other in that group. <laughs> yep, yep. If we didn't know each other by name, we all recognized oh, each yeah. other by by faces, being all part of the ultra community. Oh, totally, man! It was super so, small world. <laughs> I gotta ask when you when you started in two thousand eight, what was what was the original pace group that you uh, led? The original pace group I led was the four hour 
and 45 minute pace group. Okay. Um, and I have vacillated between the 445, the 420, and the 430 group uh, ever since. Okay. Um, that always seemed to be a good pace for me um, because that was the pace typically that I would run in most of my ultras. Um, so selfishly, um, as you indicated in the in the intro, Tim, um, the opportunity to pace gives me the chance to give back to the running community. Um, but selfishly for me, it gave me an opportunity to to run a training run, uh, a supported training run. Yeah. Um, that was at the pace that I would typically run during my ultra races. Um, no. So it was a wonderful uh, opportunity to, to gain uh, um, fitness for myself, but then uh, to help others and to inspire others to either achieve a marathon finish, uh, and in many cases it was their first, um, or to assist someone in, in setting a personal record, um, hoping to try and accomplish hitting a particular time that they hadn't been able to hit in previous marathons. Yeah. So I, I, I have to imagine, and, and I, you know, have, have run many of these myself, but I would imagine that group of runners that you start out with, like you, you got a nice big pack at mile three, that's going for whatever that pace is four forty five or, or wherever you are. And that pace probably ebbs and flows a little bit and by the time you get to mile 20 you're down to maybe a handful of people as people either fall off or decide hey 445s i can do 430 today you know i'm, I'm going to speed up a little bit so do you do you find that that's or right do you, yeah. we do, we do T typically as you mentioned we'll have a large group at the beginning um some people will find that the pace is is too slow and, and we kick them out of the group and tell them to, to head out um, off on their own. Um, oftentimes, what we'll find um, is that as we get into the later miles, we'll start picking up people. Um, and, you know, they, they'll be walking, possibly their head down and um, they see us coming. And, and usually they're a little bit disappointed. And we're like, hey, come on, latch on to us. We'll get you to the finish. Um, and I'd say maybe a third of the time. Those people, you know, kind of get a little bit inspired, um, get with us and, and come on in. Um, and oftentimes people will stay with us for a mile or two and then they'll find that they're just too worn out and, and they'll drop back again. But um, the other neat experience is oftentimes we'll have people that we will never talk to that will be five, ten steps behind us. Um, and obviously when you're running, you don't typically turn around. Um, but we'll get to the finish and we'll cross the finish line and those people will come up to us, you know, slap us on the back and say, hey, we really appreciate everything you've done. And I'll, I'll turn around and I don't recognize the face <laughs> and they'll say, yeah, we, we chose not to run with you, but but we were following we were following you step for step. They were drafting the whole way. <laughs> um, I, that's right. That's right. Um, so. Um, I've had people run and get their, their spouses, their partners, their parents, and bring them back over to the finish and introduce them to us as pacers. Um, it's, it's really inspiring to yeah. see at the finish line people that, um, you know, have either achieved their goals or finished their first marathon um, and know that in a great way, you know, you played a small part 
um, in helping getting them to the finish line. Um, obviously, they had they had to run every step of it, um, <laughs> but in a, in a small way, we we kind of inspired them, encouraged them, um, to finish. So it's a great experience, um, and like I said, selfishly um, gives me the opportunity to do a long training run, but I get far more out of watching people finish the race. Yeah. Um, and, and helping them to achieve their, their sometimes lifetime goals. So aside from the gratitude, is there a, is there a common question or two or comment you get along the way? You know, is there like, Hey, I'm looking for some advice. Do I, you know, should I throw in a walk? Like, what what do you hear most often from people who are in this group and just wanting to stay in that group until they get to the finish line? Yep. Usually at the beginning of a race, as we're all standing in the corral, the the, the most common questions are, are, are you going to run the whole race? Um, and secondly is, um, you know, how, how are you going to run from a pace perspective? Um, and typically we, we tell people that we're going to run as even as a split as the course will allow us. Um, and what we mean by that is, you know, we may run a, a tad bit faster going down a hill and or we may run a tad bit slower going up a hill. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we're not going to do the first five miles in super fast pace and then walk it in from there. You're um, not banking time. Huh? People oftentimes will ask us what. That's right. That's right. Try not to bank too much time. Um, the other thing people ask us a lot is, um, you, you know, what happens in the aid stations? And my experience has been, um, you know, we're, we're going to slow down during the aid station because I'd much rather have those individuals get a full cup of water or a full yeah. cup of, of uh, energy drink and put a gel in. Um, I've found that if we try and run through the aid stations, half of what they're trying to eat and drink gets spilled all over the front of them, which then just isn't productive later on in the race when they when they need that fluid and, and that fuel to, to yeah. get to the finish. Um, but I'd say those are probably the two most um, most asked questions um, at the start of a start of a, a race. Now, the, knowing that you've paced here in Charlotte for 15 go rounds, well, soon to be 15 go rounds, is, are you pacing anywhere else, man? DC, I, I lost you in terms of uh, hearing your question. Oh, no worries, man. I was asking uh, if you are pacing any place else aside from Charlotte. I have paced uh, in the past. Um, I'm currently the, the pace team coordinator um, for the Tobacco Road Marathon um, here in Raleigh. Um, prior to that, I was the, the pace team coordinator for the City of Oaks Marathon, which is always uh, the fall marathon here in Raleigh. Um, and and I've, I've actually had the honor of pacing at a couple different races around the, the country as well. I've paced at the San Francisco Marathon. I've paced um, at the Birmingham, Alabama Marathon as well as multiple times pacing down at the Myrtle Beach Marathon um, each uh, late February, early March as well. So um, I've been fortunate enough, in addition to the opportunity that was afforded me by you at Charlotte, uh, to parlay that into opportunities to help uh, inspire and, and achieve other individuals' goals at other races around the country as well. 
That is awesome. And I, and I look back on, you know, people's Instagram feeds and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, and they've been pacing all, like yourself, been pacing all over the country. And I think, man, y'all cut y'all's chops in Charlotte. That is so cool. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. So from well, I can't tell you how nervous I was that first <laughs> here in 2008 <laughs> oh, crap. me too man like, like, this was my idea <laughs> yeah, hope this works <laughs> so what do you what do you That's got right. what do you well, got going it, on it has worked tremendously what do you got going on for yourself what's uh what's on your personal uh agenda in the next six months to a year you got anything coming up this fall and anything you're looking forward to in the spring yeah so um Pacing, obviously, Charlotte, uh, the Novant Charlotte Marathon on, on November 4th. Um, I am running a, a 50K race the day after um, Thanksgiving, be 50K, which is down in the southern part of North Carolina. Um, and then as of this recording today, I'm still vacillating back and forth, but I'm considering uh, signing up for the Umstead 100 race, nice. uh, which will be April 6th and 7th of next year. Um, so that's that's uh, what's on the on the horizon for me, and um, I'm always always keeping my eyes and ears open for for other races opportunities to get out and and run. I'll make you a deal, brother. If you do Umstead, I'll pace you. All right, <laughs> deal. That's a deal. I would love to, very much so. Put that in your pocket, so you're like, I'm gonna have to ask some dummies to pace me. You got at least one dummy, so there you go. Perfect. It's been a while since Perfect. I've been out there, and I owe somebody count, a pace. I'll, I'll anyway. count you in. All right, brother, you keep me posted, man. Well, I'm looking That's forward right. to seeing oh, you. I'd love to see you. Oh, totally, man. Well, heck, I'll see you in November. We'll Likewise. all see you in November, man. That's right. We're super excited that you've been doing this thing That's for so right. long. I cannot believe that much time has. That's past, holy cow! But uh, but for the folks that are going to be back there with you, in the, I know. Well, at least we haven't aged at all in that fifteen years, right? No, not at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I can't decide if this beard is it. getting more like a Jack Black or David Letterman. So it's like <laughs> it's like, oh man. <laughs> either way, either way, we'll be good. That is too funny, and you'll be great in uh, in November, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, BD. We'll see you in a couple Likewise. months. Thank you. Yeah, it was great to see you guys. That's right. I look look forward to it very much. And, and again, thanks very much for the opportunity to be you on the too. podcast. Thanks very much for the opportunity to pace in Charlotte. And um, very excited for November 4th. You got it. We'll see you then. Right on. Thank you, brother. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.